What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your host and coach, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And it feels great to be back. We took uh, Christmas Eve off from the podcast. Um, you know, Hopefully, everyone was craving today's episode, and we'll be right back to normal schedule, so you will see us here every Monday and Thursday, so make sure to tune in. But before we jump into today's episode, Kyle has an exciting announcement. Exciting announcement. You know, we do have a new year sale taking place for the next 24 hours. So if you've ever wanted our coaching up to 50% off, make sure to head to our Instagram and DM us saying new year sale. We'll basically have a conversation to make sure that you're the right fit. You know, right now we are only truly looking for four success stories. We're not looking for just clients. We're looking for success stories. So basically we'll take care of you with our straightforward nutrition, our hypervantage training and our Havidel coaching, which is basically, you know, bundled up into our polished physique training system. Basically you will not have to worry about doing anything you will get guaranteed results truthfully we're looking for people who are looking to lose up to 15 to 20 pounds within the next 90 days but just send us that message we'll have a conversation we are only taking a limited amount of people so now is the time there's literally no better time right now to inquire to save that spot so you can begin and get the best results possible in 2021 Awesome. Yeah, we really hope you do take advantage of this because it's a new year. It's time to get fired up. It's time to make that change. You know, this is a time even when people who aren't motivated get motivated and make change. So I know our listeners are always motivated. They're always fired up. And, you know, that's what's going on there. So make sure to submit that inquiry. And we look forward to hearing from you. Let's jump right into quotes. What do you got, Kyle? Quote for the week. Man, this is our last Motivation Monday of 2020. Wow, that's motivation right there. That is motivation. And how, what better motivation than sipping on a cup of Tim Hortons coffee? Oh, man. You know, as soon as every time we film the podcast, we're like, we have to get us, like, we have to get some coffee just to get, you know, fired up for the listeners. Um, but, you know, I'm super pumped. The quote that I came across, I don't actually know where I heard it from. I just wrote it down the other day. It said, if you hang around the barbershop enough, you'll eventually get a haircut. I think I kind of butchered it, but the point that was uh, that it, it was trying to say was like when you kind of like hang around, like let's say you're trying to become in shape, um, just become a better person, you know, have a better, let's say relationship um, or just anything that you're trying to get better at, you kind of hang around that place more and more and around those people more and more and it's going to happen right eventually you're going to get that haircut if you're standing outside the barbershop at all times so i just wanted to encourage you you know i know we've talked about this a little bit uh lately but with 2021 coming up um literally a couple days from now i just want to encourage you to surround yourself with those people who are going to bring you up you know we have like a no negativity rule here with colossus fitness and i encourage you to do the same thing and just kind of try to bring those people into your life who bring you up who are energy you know uh chargers not drainers and we talk about that recently in an episode that Josh brought up but you know just whatever it is fitness wise could be people at the gym it could be you know um, health nuts it could be uh, you know massage therapists like whatever it is hang around those right people and you know you will make this next year the best year yet incredibly well said and for my quote I just saw this up on my buddy's wall in his office 
spoke to me and I'm like, oh, I got to put this in here. I actually shared it to our Instagram story and we do share a ton of value tips, you know, little insights, uh, the fun things we do in life to our Instagram. So make sure to follow us there at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. It is the best way to learn more about what we're doing, get additional tips, tricks, and bonuses, as well as to actually just generate conversation with us. Any questions you have for Mailbox Monday about wanting to get started with coaching, um, that is the place to do it. And if you love what you see on, well, rather what you hear on this podcast, you're going to love what you can see on Instagram. So our Instagram is at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. But without further ado, my quote this week is, some people want it to happen, some wish it would happen, others make it happen. And that's by Michael Jordan. And, you know, that fired me up because there's there's three types of people there. Um, and I'm pretty sure everyone listening wants to be that person who's going to make it happen, right? Um, wanting doesn't do much. Wishing doesn't do much. At the end of the day, you got to take the action to produce a result. And there's a little motivation this Motivation Monday. Dude, I want to make it happen. And you did make it happen. That pushes us into weekly thoughts. What did you make happen? Jeez. So yeah, once again, follow give us on them, Instagram. Give them the backstory too. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram because you, you'll you get a lot of stuff on there that you won't necessarily hear on the podcast, but we did want to talk about it. Like we share our experiences, what we do day to day, everything like that. And, you know, to make a long story short, it was four years ago and I haven't talked about this on the podcast and Josh and our friend Jackson, they said, hey man, you know, they've been snowboarding literally since they were so young right and they're like hey you should come join us so they gave me all their equipment i was using an extra large helmet it was probably i don't know whose helmet it was i don't remember anything from that night and the reason is because um, when i was snowboarding i had hit my head and uh, i got like amnesia kind of mini concussion but amnesia where i couldn't remember anything so that was four years ago and like ever since anyone's brought up snowboarding my first reaction is oh, it's not meant for me. Or, you know, I, t- I think of that moment, right? So this year, you know, with COVID and everything, there wasn't a whole lot going on. And uh, I decided to just take action and say, you know what, I'm going to take it up. I'm going to face my fears. I hired an instructor. I went out on Sunday. Um, I went out on Monday and I'm going out on Tuesday, like consistently to go snowboarding. And uh, yeah, it's just, it was one of those things where I made a post about how I, th- I think it's so important to really face your fears. And there's always going to be something like even for myself for four straight years, I kept telling myself, it's not meant for me. I'm not going to do it. And I kept thinking of that. And now we've been going out consistently and just having an absolute blast and yeah, it's just been so much fun. And uh, that's, I just want to share that with you guys. Cause you know, even I told my client uh, Rachel about this and she actually, when I told her the backstory, she's like, I'm actually so inspired. Like it's different that you just went out and learned snowboarding, but then hearing all of that you went through and like just the fact that you couldn't remember anything. And you know, it was just a really tough time, even though it was just one experience, it kind of scared me a bit and I faced my fears and I felt really good. Yeah, and I think this is a perfect analogy. Um, You know, you're going to be, now that you said this, it just fits so well. This is a great analogy for doing things right from the start. Uh, You know, there's that expression, buy nice or buy twice. Yeah. And it is a good point. You know, Kyle went out, he went out with people very experienced, and it can be a little tough, right? It can be intimidating, obviously, because we pushed him probably a little bit more than he could have done. And, you know, he got hurt and it put fear in him, you know, and I think that's a lot of people. Your friend who's really fit invites you to go to the gym, you get a little, you know, discouraged upset or you don't do it safely and you hurt yourself and then you know you hold that as something oh it's not safe it's scary I I don't feel like I can do this and you know that's a great analogy for fitness and that's why it's so important to have a pro by your side and what a better opportunity than with this new year sale to qualify for up to 50% off you know we we had this um sale just recently for um 
what was it, Black Friday. Yeah. And we decided to bring it back because the people we have worked with from that sale have been incredible. I am so proud of everyone who joined on board and the results are already seeing. I have some people who have already stripped off six to eight pounds of fat in that month while adding, I would say, three to five pounds of muscle, reducing body fat and increasing strength. Like the results have been incredible and I love working with great people. So me and Kyle said, hey, we're going to bring it back. But I promise you, this will be the lowest our prices will ever be. So don't wait. If you want to take advantage of this opportunity, please DM us saying results on Instagram to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Uh, anything else to add there? Yeah, no, just I think it's so important to really just outsource when when you need help. Honestly, I regret, you know, just there's a lot of things Josh and myself will outsource and just get people to help us out with. And for me, having that instructor uh, during that time to help me, you know, just feel more confident. Uh, and that's the same with, you know, online coaching. So you can just have that, just know exactly, like just take the guesswork. It probably would have taken me many more sessions to be able to get the hang of it. But because I had that help, same with online coaching, it's just you can, you can, save a lot of time a lot of energy and just become way less stressed and you know one last thing i want to talk about is the kse principle um even for me to jump back into snowboarding for you know my second time once again i don't even remember the first they were just there and they tell me funny stories of the way i reacted and i didn't even remember the jacket i had on it was just it was insane but um, I always talk about this, uh, you know, uh, to, in order to do something, you need to have the KSE principle in place. K is gaining knowledge. Um, S is is having a strategy. And then E is execution. So for me, I, you know, I got a little bit of knowledge. I watched a few videos. I hired an instructor strategy. I put everything in place. I ended up buying the equipment. I literally went out and just fully pushed myself in and committed to buying all that stuff. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm not backing out now. I bought a season's pass. I bought all the stuff. Josh gave me his goggles. You know, my buddy, Jeremy let me use his board before even doing my lesson. But E this is where most people, especially in their fitness journey in life, they just back out. That's the execution. They have the knowledge, they have the strategy, but they don't execute. And this is where we come in handy to help you out. A lot of times people in fitness, they, you know, they know they need to eat less calories. They know they need to work out. They put a strategy in place, but they don't actually do it. And that's why it's so important to get a bit of help to get even just kickstarted. Right. And, and I just, I really encourage you to get some assistance and just make sure that you're executing on whatever it is in life. That's the most important part. That's where most people stop. And I hope, you know, this story helped some of you out today. And that's all I really had to talk about here. Yeah, it was a it was a freaking crazy situation. Um, you know, at first it was really scary because we're like, oh, no, is Kyle OK? Uh, and then we realized he was. But it was so funny because he just kept saying, whose jacket is this? <laughs> and then 30 seconds later, he would keep saying it. And it was funny when we went out again, my friends like I want Kyle to stitch his name onto it um, before we get started. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny that he said that. So, yeah, yeah I think that's an excellent, um, you know, excellent way of kind of saying everything. Yeah. And like uh, it was it was funny, you know, last thing, because uh, they were asking me, like, do you remember, you know, that jacket? When did you get it? Because I just bought it a few days prior. And apparently I was just like freaking out, like just wondering whose jacket I was wearing. Like I had no idea what was going on. But hey, I'm alive. I'm well. I'm enjoying it. And uh, on to, you know, Josh's uh, thoughts for the week as well. And I got some thoughts for you because I think I'm going to lose my mind if I hear it again. I want to clear the air. Let's hear it, buddy. In terms of calorie calculators, what you burn. Okay, so once again, a lot of this is input output. And that is an incredibly simplified stance. Um, Yes, that holds true, but there are a million nuances. 
The analogy I like for this is if you're driving your car, you have an MPG rating, you know, miles per gallon that you'll get, um, and you'll never get that great um, fuel economy realistically because if you drive up a hill, you push the gas a little too hard, you brake a little too hard, um, you have too many people in your car, there's a million variables, right? And very much so, so is your caloric intake. Um, so people do a calculator. I pulled up a few here. I pulled up three. Um, so one says I should eat 2,264 calories to maintain weight. Another says I should eat 4,864 calories to maintain weight. Dang. And another one says I should eat, what does this say, um, 3,624 calories to maintain weight. So once again, all over the board. And what are these calculators doing? They're doing the best they can. I'm fine with these calculators to use as a starting point. You know, it's great to say, okay, let's see what happens if I eat 2,264 calories. And what would happen is I'd probably lose six pounds in a week and I'd go, oh my gosh, I'm not eating enough whatsoever. And I would know to drive up those calories. Just the same, I think if I ate 4,800 calories, I'd start to see my weight creep up a little bit. And I'd say, ooh, this is a little too much. I need to pull back. But once again, it is not this simple where, yes, maybe you're crazy active and a calculator says you can eat a ton of calories. Um, that's great and all. But once again, these are just formulas. This isn't perceived reality. There's a million variables. How much are you working out? Are you working out hard? How is your sleep? How is your stress? All these things need to be truly considered when getting that caloric result. And as tempting as it is to say, oh, I just want to eat as much as I can. I have people in all different kinds of situations. Like I've said before, I have girls that are 115 pounds that are eating almost as much food as me. And I have you know men, women that are 250 pounds that are eating less than me. Um, and once again, that's because this is so nuanced. And once again, there are so many factors. And at the end of the day, looking at the data is your best friend. You know, if you're hitting your macros, um, you're not seeing any change, you're probably at your adjusted maintenance, even if it's a little bit lower. By bringing that caloric uh, amount down by a little, um, a lot of the time the body will just adapt and do less neat, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Um, so case in point, generally when you want to jump from a diet, you want to take your current maintenance, figure that out, and drop by at least 20% of your calories. That is the best way to make sure you're into a decent deficit and seeing some weight change and weight loss. Um, but once again, it's really important you put don't put too much stock into this. You know, I even with that book, a lot of people have been saying, ah, it says I should eat this much. And it's like, well, we work together. We know exactly what you're losing, what you're gaining at this amount of calories. So that's what we need to be focused on. So once again, just the same, me and Kyle always joke, you know, we were snowboarding. I said, coach, I burned uh, 2,000 calories snowboarding. I can eat that back, right? And like, no, once again, that is not the case. Apple Watch, yes, I probably burned some calories, but I didn't burn 2,000. And just because I burned 2,000 additional calories doesn't mean I should eat them back or I'm going to lose almost a pound. Like, once again, that's just not how it works. There's too many variables at play here. And we just have to work the best with the data we do have available um, to find consistencies, to find regularities. And once again, I'm trying to simplify this as much as I can. I hope it's working, but it gets so nuanced and complicated. And then you bring in things like refeeds, you know, appropriate macro consumption, fiber intake, um, you know, actual output and, you know, workout volume, periodized volume, like all of these things. And that's why with coaching, when I do this, it's really straightforward because I do it all for you. Um, but when you kind of try to figure out these things out, you're probably just going to dig yourself in a rut, um, you know, end up eating more than you think you can or less than you can, um, getting discouraged and not seeing that change. So that's something that was on my mind. Hopefully that made a little bit of sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And, uh, you know, once again, if you have any questions about this, let us know, um, send us some information and we can, you know, give you some feedback. But I think there's, I think people just get so stuck in those, you know, they'll use a calculator and then they're just, 
no matter what, they just that's all they believe and that's all they can do. When in reality, especially what Josh and my myself have learned over, um, you know, helping over a thousand people now with transformations, is that it just that that calculator is a great starting point. But it's just all about trial and error. Like just every body is so different, and the way your body reacts to it. And once again, it's a cool starting point. But that's where the coaching comes in handy, where we actually see how the body's reacting, see you know um, just if you need an increase or a decrease, and you know, even to the whole snowboarding example, uh, you know, once again, like about eating calories back. And, you know, even when I was doing literally half marathon training, I would maybe go a little bit over, but a lot of times you just need to also listen to your body. Like if you burn 1500 calories according to the Apple watch and you're like, okay, I need to eat all of that back. Like it's just, that's not how it works. Like I probably had an extra two or 300 just because I was like needing it. But past that, it's just, you don't want to get into those habits of like, oh, you work out, you burn 300 calories. Okay. I'm going to eat it back. Um, and then, you know, just they're bad habits that I see a lot of people do. And, and one thing, you know, just a reminder, my fitness pal sometimes don't put your exercise in there because a lot of people are like, Hey, so I burned 300 calories for my strength training. Uh, my fitness pal says to eat an extra 300. Uh, so I'm going to do that. It's like, no, just don't even bother with any of that stuff. You will end up not being in a deficit. You'll end up going backwards. And you know, just a couple common mistakes I see, you know, they're honest mistakes, but we just wanted to help everyone out here and uh, share that information with you. Yeah, and there are exceptions to every rule. If you've burned a ton or you've ran a marathon that day or done something, uh, you can absolutely eat a little bit more. But where it gets really tough is people will do something just a little bit outside of the norm and want to start eating more. And then a lot of the time, as me and Kyle have always said, you know, a lot of people that are new to the gym, they'll go to the gym, they'll go, wow, that was hard. Let's go eat some food. And you eat more because you're more hungry from exercise and you can negate, um, you know, the weight loss you would have seen from that additional exercise by just eating it back and you'll reach that equilibrium. So that's where it can get really nuanced and tough. And, you know, once again, I try to work with clients to explain kind of what I like to do. And I like the example of if you have an extreme amount of output to eat maybe a quarter of that back uh, so even with snowboarding it's saying i burned 2000 which i think is still a huge overshot maybe i would consider eating up to 500 calories more but once again i so rarely do this like every blue moon um and the reason for that is you know it's just better to listen to your body i like to hit my macros and if i'm ravishing and starving listen to your body you know you know when you're in a deficit you should be a little bit hungry you should go to bed saying ah, i could eat a little bit more food but i'm not dying um if you're at maintenance you should say i'm very satisfied with my food of course i could eat um, but i'm satisfied and i'm happy here and then if you're balking, you know, you should be a little bit full or very full, depending on how aggressively you are balking. So that's why hunger signaling is so important. And the more you can listen to how you feel, um, the better you'll be because of it. Awesome. All right, client shout out time. So this is a really cool one. I'm going to shout out my boy, Travis. I've been working with him for a while now, and it's been so fun to see him turn into an actual beast. You can see our posts on Instagram. I believe there will be a video first, um, but you can see the transformation that's taken place for him. And he's gotten so strong and he just keeps saying, you know, he feels like Captain America. He's getting bigger and denser and stronger and just constantly making more and more gains. And, you know, he's like, even though I'm getting older, I'm, I'm looking younger, I'm feeling better, I'm doing more. And, you know, he has just been an absolute beast. So for a Christmas present, he got me a cameo. And essentially what that is, is it's someone, um, you know, famous more so like they'll send you a personalized video. So he got me one from CT Fletcher. If you don't know who that is, he's a beast. Um, you know, he's um, like one of the three time like ch champions of some strongman thing, bench press champion or curling champion, one or the other. Curling but he's, champion. Yeah, he actually I wish, did. man. And that, yeah, it's crazy. Those curling people are nuts because you go against a wall, you just curl like 275 pounds and people tear their biceps like crazy. So. Uh -huh. 
Um, it's it's pretty freaking insane to say the least. Um, but anyways, he's just a great motivational speaker. He's someone who's technically been like pronounced dead three times, and he sent a really great video. Um, we'll have it up on the Instagram. But you know, the short form was it. What he was saying is, out of high school, he joined the military, and there was a sergeant in there, Sergeant, sergeant Jameson. Shout out to you. Um, and he turned him into a beast. He said he went from being a kid to being a beast, a killer, an animal. You know, someone who could train hard and push it. And you know, he said he'll never forget him for that transformation he made. And he's like, that's what you've done for Travis. You know, you've turned him into a beast, a monster, you know, he'll never forget that. And you've, uh, you've, you know, fired him up because of that. And, you know, it got, I played it for Kyle and it got us fired up because we love helping people unlock their fitness, health and happiness. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to help with. And we believe everyone deserves it. And we have all the keys and tools to do that for you. Just like you would pay someone to renovate your house. You know, we want to come in there and teach you how to really renovate your body and take control of it and be, you know, of great fitness, health, um, mind and spirit, you know, all through this journey. And that's what we're here to do. So if you do want to take advantage of that incredible sale, please shoot us a DM on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Anything to add there? No, that video was awesome, man. It just fired me up so much. That was a really cool present. And uh, Travis is a, Travis is a beast, man. So, uh, you know, if you want to get on his level, we'll take care of you. All right. What's the first question? So first question in the mailbag. In the mailbag for a motivation Monday. All righty. So how do I get my parents motivated to be fit and healthy? I've watched my whole life and tried to get them to eat healthier and be active, but to no avail. My mom is easier to convince and motivate, but she got in a car accident and hurt her back. So it's hard to motivate her when she's in pain most of the time. Any questions, Brittany? Well, I wish I could tell you. (laughs) I... Oh man, I mean, let's get real. You guys are all my friends here. I've tried to help my mother out so many times and I'm a personal trainer. I'm an online coach. I've been able to transform over 500 people myself and I just, I have a hard time with helping people when they don't actually want it. I'm just gonna be completely honest with you. Um, I can offer suggestions. I can can offer feedback 100%, but I'm a firm believer that in order to help someone actually succeed, you have to at least try to teach them how to, understand that they like how how, like they need to want it they need to want it more than you so that when it comes down to friends and family and people that are close to you I just think there's a lot of you know things that kind of come into play and it's just a lot harder than uh, than it should be right when someone signs up for coaching they're you know usually 80 to 90 percent ready they're already ready for a transformation you know they've committed fully and when you're trying to offer feedback for people who not aren't necessarily looking for feedback it does get extremely extremely hard right So a couple of the things that could work for a lot of you, these are still things that I'm trying to work on for close friends and family. Because once again, like I know that when people do move more, when they eat better, when they sleep better, when everything moves in just the right direction, they end up getting such a better life and they're going to live for a lot longer. And it's hard for me personally, even to see people suffering and just knowing that they're not taking care of that stuff. But, you know, a couple of things that I can offer uh, of suggestion is just, you have to set an example and, and, and suggest things that are going to help them out. And this is once again, I'm not perfect with this and I still haven't been able to find the perfect solution, but I can definitely offer feedback because it might work for you and it might not work for you. Okay. Setting an example, but this is the one thing that's set in stone. There's nothing wrong that can go here. Okay. 
instead of, you know, um, sitting there and having a bunch of drinks, which, you know, can be fun and stuff, um, maybe you could offer to go for a walk. And that's what I'm, I'm going to be doing for this Christmas holiday, um, you know, with my family. Hey, listen, I know we're not, you know, able to see each other much, but let's go for a walk. Let's go, you know, get a couple kilometers in. Let's, let's eat this healthy meal. And that's another thing that you can offer and, and try to do is try to kind of offer feedback and suggestions without necessarily saying you have to do this because most people, when they're told like you have to lose this weight at this time and like you're you're telling them like that um, they end up becoming kind of resistant and they end up don't they they kind of become um, they become on the defense right so that's not going to work for most people so setting an example trying to offer suggestions without fully saying hey mom you have to drink more water it's like oh yeah like you know just I don't know exactly how you would phrase it but you get what I'm saying here um, so that's the biggest thing is setting an example and and hopefully that will you know um, will help out a lot and then the other thing I want to mention is just trying to touch a bit of an emotional spot right I don't know if it, it would be a doctor or someone close to you that can you know talk about this with them but if you can kind of get them emotionally attached and wanting to kind of take some sort of action that would be super beneficial. Now, one thing that I do think will work for a lot of people is if you actually sit them down, just like anything in life, you have a normal conversation and you just let them know where you're coming from, what your beliefs are, how much you care about them. And you obviously do it in a way that's like caring because obviously if you have this belief in this thought it is going to be from a point of caring and just let them know exactly what's going through your mind and how much you care about them i think any reasonable any reasonable person should be like wow and and hopefully you know dwell on it and, and think about it and and want to start to take action because once again if you phrase it the right way it should be able to work for most people really a, a lot of people when they're a bit more emotional they will uh you know start to care a little bit more and it could be something about living long it could be something about you know getting to see you get married or just you know whatever it is that could help as well but you know one of the things is I just find it very hard to force someone into it if someone wants it 10% and you want it for them 90% it's not going to work it at least has to balance out to the point where you want it as bad as them or they want it even more so yeah that's just kind of my feedback here um, and then you know you, you one one cool thing is I've also had a client um, sign up and her name is Shelly and her daughter was listening to the podcast, uh, her daughter, Nicole, which was super awesome. And she signed up for one of our promotions in the back a while ago. And then she ended up, you know, re-upping with me for another six months and she's lost over 30 pounds now. But, you know, once again, her transformation and everything she's been able to accomplish was because Shelly wanted it, right? Like if Nicole, her daughter wanted it more than her, it'd be tough. But Shelly was like totally cool with it. She was ready to to, to put in the work to, to, to make the changes. And that's what has helped her out within this transformation. So hopefully that makes sense. That's just kind of my feedback. Once again, I'm still trying to figure out the perfect formula for this, but you know, a lot of times it, it is a very tough topic and a very touchy thing um, because you care about everyone around you. And yeah, I just wanted to share that with everyone. Yeah, you can give people a lot of things, um, but it's hard to truly give fitness. And once again, we will 100% transform you as long as you have you know, just some desire to see that through and some self-belief. Um, but if you're someone who's just not willing to kind of do it, like I've, you know, one experience, I had one person that was so fired up to do it, um, you know, wanted to sign up, you know, did sign up and then said, ah, you know, I have to do a few things to get started. Like I have to take my photos and, um, you know, I need to fill out a form and I don't know if I can do this. And I'm like, 
come on, like these are two or three things. Like you got this. You know, it's it's super important. You look at things like as challenges that you are going to overcome. You know, and not as things that need to be big and scary. Just like Kyle with the snowboarding. You know, a lot of the time these monsters are things we build up in our head that are tougher than they need to be. And once again, even this is a great example with your mother with the car accident. Like I absolutely understand it's tough, and you know you're scared of getting hurt, but this is a great reason to do it with a pro and maybe to even encourage. You know, hey, like I'd love to introduce you to my coach or someone like that or you know even watch these videos before you go or come with me so I can show you how to do it right but at the end of the day it's super important you want that change because um, that's the, that's why a lot of people you know even rich people say they really respect people that are fit because it's something you can't truly buy um, you have to put in the work you have to, I can't shove the food down your mouth or stop you from eating the food it's not going to work right um, so you just need to have that desire but like Kyle said I truly believe the best example is to lead by example and it can be tough with family because they're so close you know a lot of time they have a tougher time I think accepting you um, you know as the authority or as someone who uh, is a good example or they'll try and say hey this is unhealthy your addiction to being healthy you know they'll try to demonize it or make it look like it's a bad thing when at the end of the day it's a really great thing and it can distort your own confidence in your journey and that's where it can be tough so it's important you know you find that balance and you know if they're receptive of it try and encourage them but the best thing you can do is just lead by example you know like you know, if they come to the gym or they go on a walk, think of how good you feel and say, doesn't this feel good and make it a normalized activity. And you just got to do your best as you can there. But everyone's situations are so dynamic and different. It's hard to give a one size fits all answer here. And next up, question numero de. Do you train abs? A lot of my friends say abs are made in the kitchen or they get their abs from working out the rest of their body. What are your thoughts? Um, so yeah, I do train abs. Once again, if I don't, I don't think I lose sleep it's one of those things where i try to at least have two good ab sessions a week uh, one of the big mistakes i see is people training abs every day um, i know it's very typical that to think hey more effort is going to produce better results but you know it's just the same of you could work seven days a week for 20 hours and think it's going to help you do more and in some ways it will but it won't as much as if you said hey i'm going to work 10 hours a day for six days of the week super intense super focused i guarantee you that person will outwork the person who does 20 hours because at a certain point you need to heal you need to rest you need to do things intelligently you need to have renewed focus and you don't want to just go through the motions and that's why i find abs twice a week is fine on top of the powerlifting and compound work i do because i am naturally doing a lot of bracing with that so i actually do believe it's more nutritious um, than training. Training will help, you know, actually work on their performance and their ability. Um, once again, having a strong core is, even though it's a buzzword, is super important. And that's why you do want to actually have some direct training. But in terms of visibility and just having, you know, good looking, like sexy abs, you do need to really be on top of that nutrition. You do need to maintain a lean physique. And that's truly how they will start to pop out. Yeah. And I'm honestly the exact same as Josh, you know, one of the things that I've always kind of believed in, and you hear a lot, you know, the 80% uh, percent of the results will come from nutrition and 20% from training. But I think a lot of times, and we've talked about this before, when people hear that, then they stop focusing on training because they're just like, oh, you know, if only I eat well, then that's perfect. And once again, there's so many benefits to that. And that is amazing. But I'm a firm believer, if you can put 100% in both, you're going to get the best results long term, and you're going to feel good. And, you know, um, it's, it's going to help you avoid 
avoid discrediting training because training has so many benefits, not only for losing weight, but just, you know, for, for performance and just longevity of, uh, you know, just, uh, your entire body and everything. So that's kind of the way I've looked at it. But, you know, when it comes down to abs, I definitely think a lot of times people put too much precedence in it. But what I personally do, um, you know, I'll have my full compound day on Monday, bench press squat deadlift, even though I'm hitting tons of ab exercises, um, or sorry, tons of core engagement from that. And a lot of just, um, bracing, I still will try to do um, at least two ab exercises on that day just to kind of start the week off strong. Midweek Wednesday, I'll hit, you know, two to three ab exercises and then maybe later in the week, if if I have extra time and if I want to, I'll do one extra little bonus thing. But once again, similar to Josh, I definitely don't lose sleep if I if I don't hit it. And I have a you know priority list of many other things before that. And you know even down below, we did a full abs episode that will be really beneficial for all of you to listen to for 2021. It's kind of just our full abs you know 101 training type um, episode. So we'll put that down below, especially for 2021 20, uh, coming up. I know a lot of you are asking these questions, and you know it's just it's going to be super important. So make sure. To check that out as well. All right, what's number three? Numero trois. I feel more comfortable squatting with my legs a little bit further apart than you guys recommended where I would normally jump from. So to make a long story short, you know, we put up some YouTube videos and one of the best recommendations for most people is to have their, you know, legs um, for the squat where they would jump up and down a bunch of times. And then that's the most comfortable position from the squat. So the question that came from this video, is this something I need to correct or will it be fine if I put it a little bit further apart? Yeah, so James actually my client. Yeah. Dude is beast in it. Got him doing some powerlifting now. We're gonna get him stupid strong. Um, you know, he's doing some big moves. We made some incredible changes to his form and um, you know, as I said earlier, there's an exception to every rule. And as we said, it depends, right? It's very hard to give generalized advice, and that's why we're very careful when we do, um, because you could do that and go, Oh, that doesn't work at all, and that could be not how your hips work. You could have really different lengths femurs than someone else. Like even if you look at, you know, my build versus Kyle's build, we're both very different and we do things very differently. Um, Kyle squats super wide, much wider than his hips because he does a low bar squat. Um, and to him, that's what feels great. When I do it, I look super silly. It feels really wrong. So I don't do it that way. And that's why it's so important. You play with it and a lot of working out, you want to do things safely. And there is optimal ways to do things and some core principles that need to be followed um, without exception. But for the most part, you want to say, where do I get the best contraction? Where do I feel the strongest? Where do I feel the most secure? Where is my stability on point? And that's kind of going to be the position you want. So it's really great to play with squat positioning. You know, Try pointing your toes out a little bit, opening up those hips. Try playing with different widths and you're going to really come to find um, what works best for you. And I really recommend filming yourself. When you can see a video of yourself, you can really see what's going on. Like even Kyle, I feel them snowboarding and i think for him you know he thinks he's doing it one way and then he goes oh this was a little sloppy this was great um i can see when i sucked on this what happened and it's the same with working out you can start to really see things like is one knee caving is one knee not pushing out are you overly thin where you can't hit depth because you can't open your hips um are your heels coming off the ground like there's different things you need to really be aware of you know torso position and stance will greatly dictate that so if you want a really good video on how to squat we have one on our youtube and we will put it in the show notes here so you can definitely check that out that is going to help you out a ton so be sure to give that a watch and just one last question we got from one of my amazing clients edith edith and just before i jump into this i actually wanted to address and give a little mini client shout out to her because you know um she's been getting a lot of feedback from 
her family and everything, you know, lately. And I know we were talking about family earlier on and uh, I feel like for her, so she's lost 10 pounds, which is amazing. First of all, okay. 10 pounds for anybody is fantastic, but above all, she's seen a true identity change. Uh, she never used to be the type of person, like when someone would, you know, look at her or think of her, um, it was more of like, you know, the person who potentially wouldn't work out who wouldn't eat healthy. And her family always knew that. And now she's the person who even, and she's told me this in some of our client check-ins, like they're they'd come over, you know, she'd see them um, and she'd be offering and, and talking about healthy recipes and healthy foods and going for walks and doing all these workouts. She used to always hit the snooze button. Now she's not in the snooze button. So one of the biggest things for a lot of people who have seen true transformations and, you know, people essentially have habits and things that have built up for literally five to 10, maybe even 20 years. A lot of times they think they come into a program where they start doing, eating a couple of salads, eating healthier, they're going to see changes overnight, which is absolutely crazy. But for the most part, when you start making that identity change from being the person who used to have fast food every night to start meal prepping, um, you used to uh, drink pop every single day to start drinking water, used to hit the snooze button to no snooze button, um, used to skip all workouts to actually hitting the workouts. When you start to change your identity, it's just absolutely crazy what you can accomplish. And, you know, now her family's seen it and they're actually just like, holy, like, what the heck? Like, who is this person? And, you know, um, I just wanted to share that about her. And just quickly to add, you know, if you, I would say like, 99 out of 100 people that will get accused of being addicted to health are not at all. People just like to, you know, say, hey, if what Kyle does is weird, working out five days a week, investing in self-growth, listening to podcasts, watching less TV, that's weird. It makes me feel better because I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it. So what he does is, you know, odd, is not regular, is, you know, and that's why I need to say, oh, it's bad. You know, you're too healthy. You're too, that's not the case at all. You know, once again, where I'd say it's a problem is obviously if you have, you know, something closer to an eating disorder, where if you have binge eating behavior, where if you have a very unhealthy relationship with food, um, where you can't miss a day of the gym without um, extreme guilt or, you know, once again, like I love going to the gym, but if I had to miss it, I would live basically. I know it's not going to kill me and it's very important to you have that you know mindset if you you want to hit the gym but you know for instance with christmas popping up you know my goal is to get my five lifts in if i get four that's absolutely okay life happens and that's what it needs to be you know but if you're someone who's you know pushing the point of anorexia or someone who's you know doing excessive amounts of exercise um and it's so rare there's very few people out there um once again that's different um you know even ct fletcher you want to talk about a beast that guy has iron attic tattooed on his hands and huge tax, which is crazy. But so don't think for losing some weight, getting healthy, taking care of yourself. Like even I loved how Kyle said his entire, you know, well-being routine, you know, going to the gym and self-growth takes him maybe two hours of his entire day. And at the end of the day, I'm sure he spends a lot more time doing other things that aren't, um, you know, fitness and health related. And this is someone who does this for a living, who's, you know, has a podcast on it, does all these things. So don't feel like what you're doing is irregular at all. Just an interesting little side note. Yeah, super well said. Uh, thanks for sharing that, man. Um, and, you know, just to jump into her question, basically, it was a simple one. It was, is it okay to go over my protein? Um, and, and also, some days I find that my fat goes past my carbs. Is that okay? So, you know, as you've heard us talk about this before, you know, we have a hierarchy of, you know, just what's the most important in terms of fat loss. You know, we could talk about it again. But just for now, when it comes to actual macros and when it comes to nutrition, calories is always going to be number one. Now, 
you know, essentially usually I set a set number or sometimes I'll give ranges depending on the people. Now next up, it'll be protein, right? So going over protein is totally, totally cool with me. As long as you're within range of calories, um, I wouldn't recommend people though going over protein just to be able to say they hit it. So let's say for example, I have you on 1600 calories and 80 80 grams of protein, or sorry, let's say 100 grams of protein, okay? If you're at that 85 mark and you already are your calorie allowance for the day, I wouldn't recommend going out and eating a bunch of protein just to say you hit it, right? So calories is going to come first, then protein, um, then fiber, and then carbs and fat. And truthfully, for most people, unless you're stepping on stage, when it comes down to it, especially for a fat loss phase, it doesn't really matter how you spend your carbs or your fat. Now, sometimes, you know, I've done different diets where I've been carb heavy versus fat heavy while being in a calorie deficit, and it it can literally work for any person depending on what your preference is. But you have to also watch trends because I know sometimes people are used to having, let's say, 50 grams of fat, and then, you know, the days that they end up having, let's say, close to 100, they may not be making the best choices. It might be greasier food. It might be fattier, um, just not healthier food. So that's the only thing I would be careful of um, because I do notice that with some people. But for the most part, it really doesn't matter a whole lot. And I hope that makes sense. Incredibly well said. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Lots of incredible content in here. If you want to get your question answered, hit us up on Instagram at CloseFit. Make sure to follow us as well. I think some people are so quick to send the message they forget to follow. Um, Amazing content to be had there. Tons of value. See we're talking about with these transformations. And what's cool is we don't just post a transformation and say, hey, everyone, look at what we did for this amazing individual. We say the secrets to their transformation. So maybe find someone in a similar situation, get a great tip or two. We're always adding value on the stories. You can see what we're up to, what we're doing, be reminded for podcasts, be entered for giveaways, lots of incredible content there. And if you're someone who's ready to take it to that next level, to take advantage of the best sale we're going to have for this entire year and the lowest our prices are going to be for coaching, once again, it still is an investment and we're looking for people that are highly motivated. And we're going to see if you qualify for that up to 50% off of that coaching. All you got to do is message us results on Instagram at Colossus Fit to get started. And we'll see if we're a great fit and we're ready to start this journey together and take over 2021. We'll see you on Thursday.